Welcome to the AW Confidential Podcast. I'm the founder of Awakened Women and author of A Journey to Becoming the Best Self. AW is about sharing stories. I believe it's one of the best ways to create connection, heal, and learn from one another. I hope you join me and some guests along the way as we explore different perspectives and experiences on topics about women, for women, and to inspire, empower, and encourage women. Hello, welcome to another episode of the AW Confidential Podcast. Today we have an amazing guest. The topic is dear to my heart and it's just fascinating for me. Oftentimes we take on jobs to fulfill responsibilities. We choose careers to meet expectations instead of going in the direction of our dreams or our passion. Let's be real, going after the things we want is never easy. It takes courage, will, and confidence. Sorme Atarde is an entrepreneur and co-founder of ZenTap, a leading digital marketing solution for real estate agents. In 2015, she graduated Loyola Marymount University and began law school. This was only the beginning of her journey to career joy as a twist of fate changed everything. Today, she is here with us, and I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) I'm excited to have you. As we spoke a few minutes ago, I love your story because I think so many of us, you know, have set on this path for ourselves, either because of obligation, because of expectations, but you did something that a lot of us don't have the guts to do. You actually went after what you wanted, your passion. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I feel that a lot of us have this fear of change or disappointing others, but you went for it. So can you tell us a little bit about just how you came into that moment and what was going through your head when you made that transition? It was definitely a very scary transition and something that I didn't expect of myself either. You know, I, I did, you know, undergrad and, you know, my major was history. The plan was always to go to law school. I was always intrigued by it as well. But I feel like also my culture, you know, you're, you're m- most of the women, you know, you're either a doctor or a lawyer. And so I feel like I was just following that path, which made it a little easy. And I was like, oh, well, I picked lawyer out of that. And, you know, that's my choice. But I, you know, studied for the LSAT. I got into law school. I did a full semester of it. And towards the end of the semester, I could just see that I wasn't myself anymore. And I kept thinking, you know, maybe this is just what comes with it. This is, you know, just a part of the journey. Like, you know, you might not love the entire journey, but eventually, you know, I'll be happy. But the more that I thought about it, I wasn't satisfied anymore. And I couldn't picture myself fulfilling this journey anymore. And I entered my second semester And I think it was like a week or two. And I was just sitting in those classes. And I was just so unhappy internally that I I couldn't do it anymore. And I just I opted out. I I didn't tell many people, my parents as (laughs) being one of them, you know, for a few weeks, I was so confused myself. I was just in a very confused mind state that I didn't even want to tell them because I knew that, you know, they would push me with good intentions. You know, they've always supported me, 
which is nice because I know I have a lot of peers, a lot of fellow women that haven't had that opportunity and have been forced to fulfill positions and, you know, jobs that they weren't happy with. But I was still very nervous and very scared because I thought that I would definitely let them down and they would be disappointed. And then they would think, oh, it's something that they did, but it was purely me. So for a few weeks, I didn't even tell them. I told my mom first and then I grew, I practiced on her and then I, I grew the courage to tell my dad. But during that transition, I was very confused. And honestly, a little depressed because I thought, you know, I, I figured it all out. You know, you have this like time frame for yourself, you know, at this age, I'm going to do this. And by this age, I'm going to be a lawyer. And, you know, I thought I had it all figured out. And now I'm back in the beginning and now starting just from scratch. So I had no idea what I wanted to do. And after a few weeks of just taking a break, because law school is also very tough. Yeah, intense is a great word. So kudos to everyone who is able to to do that major props, but I needed that break. But then I realized, if I don't work or do something, I'm not going to be able to figure out what I want to do. And I need to test the waters. So what was that breaking point? Because I think most of us are on a hamster wheel, we sort of just keep going and going and going. And I think one of the things that sort of made a lot of people reflect, I'd say recently, was the pandemic, you sort of had to stop. But when you did it, you didn't have all those factors. So (laughs) what, what, what was that breaking point, you know, that sort of snapped that, you know, you were like, okay, this is it. I have to change. I was actually sitting in a torts class and I was starting to space out and I was just thinking to myself, like, I really didn't feel like me. And what that means, like for me is like, if I'm not happy, you know, certain things I will complain, but I know that this is all towards the bigger picture. So I will push and push and I'm okay. But this was different for me. It wasn't one of those situations where it's like, I'm verbally venting. And you know what, this is for the greater good, this is going to benefit me. It was like, I am just not happy at all anymore. I wasn't happy within I wasn't and it was starting to show on the outside as well. I was kind of miserable. And it was weighing so heavy on my shoulders that I was just like, you know what, I don't picture myself doing this. I don't see myself fulfilling this with passion. It felt forced. It no longer felt like this was my choice anymore. And I just remember pondering and thinking like, do I do it? What do I do? Like I spent so much time studying to even get into law school alone, let alone fulfilling a full semester. And that was one of my biggest fears too, is I was scared to let go because I invested this time. But then I was just spacing out in that class. And I was thinking like, I'm still young and I'm not as old as I think I am. And this game plan I have for myself, it doesn't mean anything. I can start from scratch. I don't need to stick to this. And that's when I was just like, I'm done. I'm glad you, well, I'm glad you said that because a lot of us tend to ignore those feelings and that pressure that weighs you down. So I'm glad that you confronted it because it shows that 
you're very self-aware. It's my impression. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I am guilty of ignoring that. I can definitely say, but I was just at a point where I was like, if I don't do something now, then I really am stuck with this. And, and then the time I spend to go back where I'm still kind of early on in this journey, I have to do something now. So I think so many of us, especially I think women are myself included, are afraid to go after what we want. And that is in our professional and personal lives. And I think a lot of it has to do partly, it could be resources and just situations that you get into. But I think the other part of it is confidence. I think a lot of us lack that confidence. And I think it's critical to believe in yourself and to have that confidence, which obviously you did. So it took a did, while. Oh, it took, okay. I'm, okay. I'm guilty. I am guilty. When I left law school, I owed school money for law school. I had no resources because I was the type of person where it's like if I'm in school and if I can avoid working and, and just give school my everything so that I can actually really make the best of it. That's the type of person I am. So I was broke. I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I had confidence, but never to that extent. It was, so it was definitely did, new. So how did you build on that confidence? Because if you went from being, okay, I'm, I'm a little confident. I'll, I'll give it a, I'll push the envelope a little, but you literally made a decision that takes a lot of, woo, uh, just a <laughs> lot of so yeah. how did you get to that point? Because I'm sure that a lot of our listeners are thinking, how did she do it? What did she do? You know, some people read books, some people listen to podcasts, some people, you know, just kind of break out of their shell through some event or some conversation. How did you get to that point? You know, I always had like a little confidence in myself because when I was younger, I did fool around and I wasn't the best student that I could have been. And then I got into college undergrad and I started to take things a lot more seriously. And I realized, you know, when I was younger, when my teachers were saying, oh, she has the ability, but she talks a lot or, you know, she's distracted and, you know, the little things that were holding me back. Once I started to really take things seriously, I thought to myself like, wow, if I really do push myself, I can do anything. And getting into law school was a, a big one for me. That gave me a little confidence that I needed because just the journey of studying for the LSAT and seeing that I can actually get a good score and get into law school, that made me realize that if I push myself and I really eliminate any distractions and that when I really want something that I can make it happen. So when I had that little push and I saw that I was I was like, well, I got myself here. We made it this far. I had a little bit of confidence. And then I thought to myself also, it's like these years, you have to be selfish and you have to put yourself first. And just being in that mentality of like, I'm really unhappy right now. And this isn't satisfying me anymore. And then picturing my future, having a career that I'm not passionate about or something that I'm not happy about really scared me. And that gave me the confidence to, you know, whatever I do, it's better than taking this route because this is not the route for me. So wait, so we've been talking about this huge change. What are you doing now? Share with us. So now, <laughs> fast forward, I'm so just excited and happy that I've been able to be a part of Zentap, which is a marketing company 
for any individual in real estate. We have real estate agents, we have brokers, we have mortgage brokers, and we've been able to create a technology to automate content creation for our clients. Because in real estate, you know, they have a lot on their plate. They're holding their client's hand throughout, you know, either the biggest purchase of their lives or the biggest sale. And marketing ends up falling on the lower (laughs) end of their to-do list. So we're able to help them save time, but also not neglect something that's so important, especially in this day and age, you know, technology since even just five years ago has drastically became a huge part of marketing. And so we want to help these people who don't have this time to really spend figuring everything out. It's not that they can't, it's just the time to spend to try to figure it out. There's a lot of trial and error. We help them avoid that. Okay. So I have a really good question for you. So you now are doing something you're passionate about. You're doing something that I assume, I know for me, it's that way. It gives you purpose. But, you know, I've learned that nothing is perfect. I'm doing what I love. I'm inspiring people, but there's always a but. So my question for you is, what is one expectation you had going into this part of your journey that has been challenged that you feel like, oh, okay, well, I love what I'm doing, but this is not what I expected. There's always that one, at least one thing. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I didn't expect that I would even end up in this field at all. And specifically in sales, the last sales job I had before this, I was maybe 16, 17 years old for the Beverly Hills Weekly. And I was trying to get people to run ads in our newspaper. I and you said I you were was- shy. I was horrible. I was I, that job did not last. My voice would quiver on the phone. And I was really bad at it. I was definitely too shy. And then you know, when this idea was just presented, I didn't expect that for us to get to where we were that I would actually get on the phone and start selling again. So I revisited those feelings from the past where my voice was shaking a lot of ums in my, you know, pitch. I was so scared that I didn't know if I if I sounded like I knew what I was talking about because you know I'm a millennial I understand marketing I understand technology you know I there's a lot that I had to learn to get to where I am but I had the resources but getting on the phones I didn't expect that I would be in a garage selling to realtors I didn't think that that was even something that was necessary for us to get to where we are but I had nothing to lose at that point I had no money. I had (laughs) to get something going. And I really believed in the idea. We needed to raise funds to invest into the company to create the software that we have now to become a SaaS company. And so I definitely did not expect getting on the phones and, and having to learn how to sell. I had to do a lot of, you know, like videos online. You exactly a lot of, you know, books and just practicing a lot of practice. And it took a while for me to (laughs) ease up because I would get very tense on those phone calls too in the beginning. So it sounds like you've learned, wow, you've learned so much about yourself, about the business world, about probably, of course, technology. What has been your, and there will be so many more lessons for both of us, but what has been the biggest lesson that you have learned 
about yourself? Like, what's the biggest lesson and that has even surprised you? I would say that the biggest lesson that I learned about myself was if I really am intrigued by something and I don't let my mind get to me, like mentally, like being too shy, which I have, I've been, I'm still battling, <laughs> but we're way better than before. But if I don't let my, me get to me and I just do and don't think too much about it, I can actually make something happen. If that makes any sense. I love that. It could be me. So I learned that I need to not let myself think too much about it and just go, you know, there's going to be failures, there's going to be errors to be made, but it's a good thing. And if I'm making these errors and, and making these mistakes and going through that, it's going to be a part of something good as long as like, my heart is in it. So that was tough, because I always talked myself out of so many things could be the smallest thing that's not even like, business related. And later, I'm like, why did I let myself get to me? And why didn't I just shoot my shot and just put myself out there? That's really a big one is I never put myself out there as much as I thought I could have handled. And I held myself back a lot. So my biggest lesson is definitely if I feel something, and I'm intrigued, and I have this passion that I'm just feeling spark up, just do it. Even if it comes out like a total mess, just do it. Because in the end, I might be upset that I never tried it and I'll never know. And that will get to me way more. <laughs> I and love it'll turn out to be something beautiful, you know? I love that you said that because I think most, if not all, of our listeners that will resonate with them. I think a lot of times we get in our own way of our dreams. Either we don't think that we can. Or we look at all the obstacles instead of thinking about the possibilities. Exactly. So thank you for sharing that. And oh, I'm for, happy for to share that. <laughs> that and just for being vulnerable, because I think we need that as women. We sort of put on this armor. And I think if we share our stories, we'll be a so much stronger and we'll learn so much. Every episode that I do is for me, it's a learning experience. I love listening to these stories. And one of the things that I love to do at the end of our interviews is leave the audience with something positive, maybe a message or advice. So my question to you is, many of us are afraid of pursuing our passion or our dreams, you know, just for mere fear, and we get in our own way. So what advice or words can you share about the benefits of going after what you want in life? Great, great question. My biggest thing on that, because I really agree. And I really feel like specifically like women, we do put on this armor that was very well said. And you know, we put this armor on and we carry ourselves and, you know, out on the outside, we look extremely content and we're following this path that we think we have to. And I'm tired of that. You know, I, I once I was able to see the other side, I don't want to ever hear somebody, you know, putting themselves down and, and not breaking out of that. And, and my biggest thing is be selfish. At one point, you know, you have to realize you're living for yourself. And if you're following this path that doesn't make you happy, you're never going to be fully satisfied. And that was eating at me. And I couldn't give into that anymore. Because at the end of the day, you're living for yourself. Self and 
if you're happy, then more opportunities can come and you're in a better mind state to actually be able to make something happen or to make your dreams come true. And being able to be in that mind state is one of the biggest aspects of it. Because if you're not mentally there, then you can't really fulfill it. And I would definitely say just being selfish. And another one is also, you know, not caring what other people will think or say. I was way too worried about what are people going to think about me? What are they going to say if I left law school? Are they going to think that I couldn't handle it? Or, you know, I just failed miserably at it. And later now I think back about it. I'm like, why should I care what anybody else if people know me, and if they care, they will know how I got here and what happened. And if they don't know me, and they have their opinion, that's not something that I consider. (laughs) Exactly. That's their opinion. So I would say definitely not caring. And that goes for my parents, too. I was worried about letting them down because they had the best intentions for me. You know, they you you think back in the day, you want a secure job to have a secure salary or income consistency, you know, and this lifestyle of commission and, you know, starting with no resources and trying to bring in money is all very new, you know, for them, at least at my parents. And so being able to put myself first, be selfish, be selfish and put myself first, put my feelings first and not care what people are going to think and how I'm going to be perceived. That was a big one for me to help me get to where I am. And I highly recommend it for anyone who's contemplating or who's like on the fence just do it. Because if you don't, then you're going to always wonder or think to yourself, like, I should have did this. I could have been this I could have did that. I'm still not happy, you know, and it's it's not worth it. Life is too short. It's not worth it. (laughs) I love that. I know you're inspiring so many I hope so. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I really hope so. (laughs) So for the listeners that want to know more about you, where can they find you? I am on LinkedIn. Anybody can message me on there. I'm pretty active with the messages on there. I love LinkedIn because it's so easy to connect with people. And it's a platform I noticed that, you know, anybody can connect and you don't have to be so shy either. So I (laughs) I liked LinkedIn for that when I first got on there. (laughs) I don't think you're as shy as you say you are. I hope I don't come off that way because I'm trying to put it out there so that it becomes a more normal thing for me because I get very nervous and very shy, but I just do it. You know, I just put myself out there and I'm like, what's the worst that's going to happen? You know, I love your story. Sorme, thank you so much for I love what you're doing. You you know, putting that out there and and really helping people connect uh, to another level. You know, it's a big deal. So thank you. Thank you for being an inspiration. Listeners, you've heard it here. Put yourself first. Thank you for joining us on another (laughs) episode from the AW Confidential Podcast. Thank you for joining me on this episode of AW Confidential. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast with all your friends. You can find me on awakened-woman.com or follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse as Woman Awakened. I'm also on Facebook as AW Inspires. I hope you join me next time on another episode that is sure to be anything but confidential. Thank you.